after the party takes out a large swath of sworn, as a word, those are, that's a sentence to say, they turn towards the docks and they see two more sworn waiting to greet the Camilla. It is currently Smith's turn. Smith, you make your way with everyone else. You look up toward the docks. You see that there is two more sworn looking armored, ready to greet the new ship sailing in the Camilla. It is your turn. I'm going to move these just so we can see them a little bit better. But it is, oh God, what's going on here? It is your turn. What do Um. you do? Looking rather worse for wear. Covered in blood. From that strange... Blood demon or whatever that thing was. Mm -hmm. Covered in blood from all of the sworn that we've had to... Strike down to make our way to this dock. These two remaining sworn I stare at them you know with uh, a suit that looks this this armor is dinged up and damaged there's crackling energy that's sort of broken through various pieces where the armor has taken some damage you can see the energy is sort of crackling along it and I'm a bit out of breath, but I'm sort of cleaning some of the blood off of me as I'm walking on the dock. And I stare at them. And I yell, We can make this easy, or we can make this real easy. We've just sent many sworn to the afterlife you want us to send two more get out of the way now make me a persuasion or an intimidation intimidation with disadvantage as you are sort of looking worse for wear. A 20. I think for a moment they turn and they look at each other and they sort of discuss for a moment and there is a bit of uncertainty. I will let you all continue with your turns as they sort of come up with an answer. I'm slowly walking towards them. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm I trying to make all of my every step the same thing. I'm trying to make every step reverberate 
making every step loud as I'm walking forward. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that'll, that'll be it for my turn. Yeah. All right, Ty, you are next. Mm-hmm. You see Smith say these words and then start to walk forward. Uh, there is a bit of uh, uh, weight being stepped down onto uh, every footfall as uh, it could be um, the clumsiness of exhaustion, but it also could be uh, tailored toward the intimidation tactic that he has displayed. It's hard to tell. Um, he walks forward. Yeah, I will uh, have a, uh, an arrow knocked and aimed at the uh, the one that isn't the Templar, just the sure. just the normal sworn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will be steadily and slowly walking forwards as well. I look exhausted and covered in blood, but I don't have like significant it's not wounds. His blood. It's right. very little of it. It's my blood. Um, right. And I'm doing the same thing. I'm just doing a, a, a slow walk with my arrow trained on that guy. If they do anything, like, aggressive, I'll let the arrow fly. Okay. action. Yeah. I can't click my character, so you have to go over there for a second while I go there. There you go. Okay. Anything else? That's it. All right. I'm just looking at some things. Okay. It is their turn. Uh, They look at each other, and then when you start to advance, and then they see that an arrow starts to get knocked, uh, they then take a step back, or the Templar at least takes a step back for a moment, and it goes into this... um, like this, uh, his knees bend in a demi-plie, but also a sign of penance. But as he does, his hand is raised forward, and in that gauntlet is a, uh, a moat of light uh, that you have seen before, as he mentions in the echoing underneath the helmet something about Rolthane. Uh, it seems to be in some sort of language uh, not common, uh, as he then presses... Uh, does any of you, do any of you speak Celestial? Probably not. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so it's this uh, this no. holy language uh, that you probably recognize, um, and you've probably heard these uh, the uh, dialect before. Uh, sworn and or I'm sworn, um, Smith and Varsha, uh, as the sworn do say and recite some of these uh, lyrics from uh, these tales. But of course, and these, uh, but of course, filled with. Uh, words of Rolthane, the God King. He presses his hand uh, towards his chest for a moment, and then one on the shoulder of the, sh- the soldier next to him, as uh, a beam of light <laughs> sort of pulse between both of them, and then they stand tall, and the sworn both draw their weapons. And that is going to be the Templar's turn. The soldier is going to then. Uh, as the pulse of light uh, ripples underneath the armor of the sworn soldier, he looks up and you hear underneath 
uh, from coming from underneath his helmet. Stop! As I need... He's going to cast Command on you, Smith. I need you to make a save here. Uh, wisdom, it looks like. Am I aware this is a spell? Uh, yes. I think as it rings through the air, uh, you can definitely tell that it is a spell. 11. Okay. So the 11 does not make this save. It is a 12. So if that is the case, we need to stop. Uh, which is, I think it's just one word, right? It's the one word command says stop. Okay. Mm. I'm holding my position, and you can kind of see me shaking a little bit, as if I'm trying to shake it off as this happens. Yeah. Okay. Please, sir, may I fire my weapon? Yes. Yes, you may. As spell goes off, uh, and this aggression rings out was into the air. the Templar that did this? This was, uh, this was the soldier that did this. Mm. Oh, this might be useful then, huh? I will fire my short bow. Is that short bow I clicked? Let's find out. On a 25. 25. I get sneak attack off my turn. What's that? Do I get sneak attack when I'm off my turn? Don't know. Well, it's uh, still your turn. You ready to action? Yeah, so I think this is right. just your you turn going off. Well, right. I think you still get the the regular. You just don't get a second attack. Mm. You don't get your. Oh no, yeah, movement. I know that. Yeah, I can only yeah. do this anyway. I think with a short bow, right? But um, yeah, the sneak attack still goes off. Then okay, hold on. Here you go. Twenty-two piercing in total. And this okay. is being fired at the uh, at this guy here. Yes. Yep. All right. Arrow uh, rings forth through, uh, cutting through the words that echo through. He goes, "Stop!" And uh, I think uh, through the gauntlet, uh, the arrow pierces his palm. Ah! <sighs> As uh, you uh, start and kick off this combat. Uh, okay, Jet. It is your turn. As an arrow flies oh. forth from jet or from uh, Smith, uh, Ty, okay. How many people? So many people. I, uh, one syllable names. Oh, I look. Uh, I didn't get to go. You rolled a seven. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, Marsha. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, we're we're just out of order. Sorry, sorry, mm. sorry. I was looking at the list, not the numbers. I, I look perpetually um, out of breath. Uh, my robes aren't hurt or touched or broken, but. Some vials are, some are empty, including the uh, the two orange and yellow ones that I use for firebolts that are still sizzling behind us on the docks. I struggle to see what's in front of me, but I see that Mr. Tai has fired upon the soldier, so I'm going to try and do the same. So I lift my light crossbow that's slightly damaged. You can see there's a crack running down it. The uh, mechanism frayed, and I'm going to shoot for 19 to hit. 19 hits. Which okay. one? So the uh, the smaller one. And uh, sorry, I shouldn't have rolled that. I should roll my own. 
Because it's no longer 1d8, it's 1d6 because it's damaged, yes? Correct. Okay. So... Uh, five points of uh, crossbow damage. Crossbow damage. Piercing damage. Okay. It's fired an entire crossbow at the guard. Um... Like a medieval gunslinger, just throw it. You have disadvantage on this attack. I do? You do. Okay. So I have to roll again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 17. Oh. Uh, 17. I think 17 hits. Okay. 17 hits. Nice. Yeah. Okay, great. So yeah, we'll do that at the same damage. Um, all right. So what was it? It was uh, seven total? Five total. Uh, five, five total. Okay, great. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Anything else? I sigh, and that's it. Okay, all attacks going toward the soldier are going to be at disadvantage. Could have something to do with the spell that was cast. Uh, Varsha, it is your turn. Okay, um... Uh, Jet... Yes? Is it very clear to me that you are... But I am. If I were to look at you right now, what, what am I gathering from you? I'm tired. I'm, I just look tired. I am not hot. I'm just tired. Yeah, okay. Um, that's what I thought. So, I step toward Jet. I am so incredibly wounded I look like I might fall over at any second and I will put my hand on his arm I will squeeze gently and I will say don't give up and then I start forward to try to attack these guys but I have half movement so I'm just I just imagine that (laughs) an anime scene where she's just slowly moving forward Mm -hmm. until eventually she gets close enough to make an attack Mm -hmm. so um, that is 15 feet okay and I don't know. That's five for each one of these squares. Five, ten. I think 15. directly in front of Smith. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. As you sort of push past Smith confidently, it is the uh, top of the round. Smith, you are halted in your tracks by some sort of divine command. <laughs> trying to move my legs. Now, this command. Stop. Does this uh, stim- simply remove my movement? Can I still take any other actions? You, you cannot take-, take an action and you cannot make movement, but it's only one round. So that skips my turn, basically. Mm, yes. Yep. Yes, it does. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Ty. Um, off I go. Okay, here I go. I, um, yeah, the short bow's over one shoulder and I'm pulling out the Falcata. I don't have the scimitar anymore, so I'll take the Falcata and the ruby dagger out. And I, uh, run as fast as I can towards this young man here. Swing with the Falcata. A swing with the ruby dagger in my offhand. And under the assumption that 21 hits, I'll give you a sneak attack. Uh, you... 
Uh, you're at disadvantage. Oh, I do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 21 becomes a 21. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then the 13 is a 13. Okay. The 21 hits. Okay. So that's the 9 uh, damage plus 13, which is 22. Is that right? Quite really dumb. I'm yep. sorry, what yeah. were you adding? What? 9 plus 13. 9 plus 13 is 22, yes. And uh, that is the Falcata, so I'm guessing he deflects the ruby dagger as I swing that. Falcata will find purchase. Yep. And uh, I'm, I'm assuming I'm in range of both of them here, within five feet of both of them. So Correct. So I will end my turn there. Yeah, so you uh, you go in, uh, your Falcata swings and bites into him. Uh, I think as he's trying to find a, a position to block, uh, as he can't, as he has an arrow stuck in his hand from last round, and he goes to throw up his shield, but it's not in time, as you're able to knock it out of the way and find a, a, uh, find a space on his shoulder underneath the pauldron that is then able to pierce through and maybe cut through some of the rings as uh, you are able to uh, see some of the rings from the ring mail underneath start to sp- uh, splay outward as blood comes uh, retracts onto your onto your blade. Nice. And unfortunately, no the chance. dagger is too short. You miss as you're just unable to and not used to the, 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 the short length of the blade here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and that is your turn, which is... The Templar... The Templar large uh, winged helmet uh, approaches approaches a sworn soldier and another glow of gold energy radiates from his palm as it shoots into the soldier. Uh, and as his bonus action, he is going to have he's going to have the sworn attack. You tie. Let's have it. Let's have it. Uh, it is. There's a twelve. Doesn't hit you, does it? Nope. Okay. Oh wait. I begin dancing. Okay, uh, now the sworn uh, actual turn. He is going to the soldier's actual turn. Excuse me. Um, hmm. Can he do anything? Oh, wait, no. This is a dice. No. Okay, so he's going to he's going to swipe again or he's going to at least try grabs the uh, blade out of his uh or he tries to with his wounded hand try to grab uh the blade out of his holster unable to uh, as he's in pain but he then tries to punch you with the uh the edge of his shield as he goes to then punch you uh, you're able to dodge out of the way as this man is wounded and is too sluggish uh to find an attack 
onto you, and that's going to be their turn. It's not a good turn for them. Jet. Lots of dancing. Lots of Looking dancing. like I'm doing a lot of dancing. Mm-hmm. Jet, okay. your turn as uh, Ty advances. So I've just had uh, Vasha say, don't give up. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. just that. So I'm going to um, put my crossbow away, actually. And I'm going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Oop, I grabbed the wrong person. Uh, 25, uh, mm-hmm. 30 here. I'm sorry, I keep moving that's Vasha. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll grab her. I'm like the worst oh, chess yes. player ever. There we go. So I run up to meet them both. And uh, I'm going to pull out my dagger. I think I should... Yeah, I have... Uh, so I pull out my dagger. And uh, I reach into my robe. And it's not ready yet. But I have this other flask. It's about this big. And when I put it out attached to the cork is a large bl- blade and this is my other dagger and okay. I'm going to attack the uh, the smaller man on the side okay uh, so disadvantage yes disadvantage okay so uh, 18 to hit 18 does Fucking hit excuse okay. me <laughs> So six points of uh, piercing damage, and because I have two weapons on me, I'm just going to try and uh, remember all the dancing I've seen Miss Atai do, and all the things that Vasha does as well, and I'm going to use the other one, and uh, oops, that's an eight to hit. Yeah, so uh, with an okay. eight, unable this, to. The second one, not so much. Not, not so, so much. much. You're able to right. uh, find, uh, I think as it goes in to punch Ty with its shield hand, uh, it's still open, that entire side to you, where you approach his right side. Yeah, you approach his right side, which is just wide open for a strike, and you're able to, I think, uh, stab with this bottle-type dagger that you have uh, into his bicep. As, as he looks up, and he, I think he looks over at the Templar for reassurance. And that's that's it. Anything else on your turn? As you stab him in, across the, the arm? Nothing. Okay. I, I look across the tie, I look at my own hands, and I'm not sure what I'm doing. I'm just attacking. Hey. Varsha. That's my turn. Varsha swimming past you is is Jet. An unfamiliar move as Jet starts to then advance between you and the Templar. And when did they when did they get to go? They the Templars and they the their turns. Was they did go. They I th- missed. Okay. okay. Yeah. Was that the full, my full motion by the way? Was that 30 feet? That was you did 25. Okay. Um, I think in that case... I think. I think that's what you... Jet sees Ty. And he's going to try and remember what Ty did a second ago. And he's going to try and dance five feet adjacent. He's never fought in combat before like this. Okay. And he's just trying. Okay. Um, good. (laughs) Good, The good thing I rolled a five... Uh, for the Templar, uh, as they made an attack of opportunity, and a one uh, as the uh, soldier went to attack as well. So he misses, and I think as he goes to attack you, he loses his footing for a second, uh, and then sort of uh, falls prone. He doesn't really have a weapon, um, but things are not looking great for the sworn uh, soldier as he then sort of fumbles uh, to try to attack you. 
he falls on his sword, but not a, doesn't do any damage. It sort of like uh, catches in, and he sort of just trips up. Uh, but it is Varsha's turn. I will slowly continue my crawl forward. Which one is the one that um, told um, the one Smith that's to stop? Ass. Yeah, the one that's getting yeah. his ass kicked right now. Uh, the okay. one with the shield. Okay. Um, I move forward and I attack that same fella. Okay. Or I try anyway. <clears throat> okay. Eleven. Okay. So that does not hit. That does not hit. You do have disadvantage, but still, uh, oh, does not I'll hit. roll just in case there's a critical. All right. Just in case there's a one. Can kill me. Okay. Okay. Eleven. Yeah. Oof. All right. So yeah, uh, as you go to make the attack, it does seem like. Uh, for a moment, it is about to ring true, but there is a bit of a uh, um, a gold light that sort of uh, glimmers uh, for a second off of the armor and catches your eye as you're able to then uh, you go to react uh, as it blinds you for a moment and your sword continues to follow through. Your eyes are closed, but you do not feel it hit anything <sighs> as you missed. Uh, okay... Smith, it is now top of the round, your turn. You can do stuff now. Yeah, I, um, I'm shaking my head oh, as I, I'm sorry, one, one second. Um, as before the top of the round happens here, uh, you do notice that the Camilla has pulled into right up onto the side, uh, as it starts to dock onto the dock here. Nice. Well done, buddy. All right. I am going to shake my head as I continue walking forward slowly but surely. And I'm sort of... Um, I have... I have a lot of stuff, and I think you all know that as a part of the armor. Yeah, there's various things. Yeah, that make me a bit of a Swiss Army knife. I feel like several of them are kind of like beaten up, and I'm sort of I'm self-imposing a little bit of a of a limp here, and I'm keeping Smith moving at a slower pace than he would normally move, and I think. Being the fighter that he is, he knows this, and he turns his, um, I can't remember which hand it was, if it was right or left, but uh, he pulls his hand down, and the uh, light crossbow sort of uh, expands outwards again, and you see uh, Smith take aim and fire with uh, his light crossbow. Okay. As it begins to uh, aim probably at... There's a lot of people over by that soldier, but I think, uh, yeah, I'm just going to move forward here to probably there to get a better angle. Fire with the light crossbow at the shielded soldier again that'll be with disadvantage it will be with disadvantage 
12 unfortunately does not ring true as the crossbow sails right my over. arm's a little bit wobbly as i mm-hmm. raise it up it probably just lifting my arms at this point hurts yeah after fighting for so long now yeah it's like trying to it's like trying to the armor uh, is heavy and continue that it's like workout i'm lifting weights you, all yeah, the time exactly and you're trying to push yourself past just to get a few more reps in and your arms are shaking that's exactly what's going on it's just you can't lift your arm up uh, you feel that pain in the behind your uh, shoulder and up towards your back as you try to lift up and aim and you can't. Your arm starts to shake and you loose the crossbow bolt and it flies and sticks into the Camilla behind. It is now Ty, your turn. Okay. Um... Ty, could you make me a perception check? Ooh. 11. Okay, continue your turn, please. But what do I see? Um, do I, what's giving me disadvantage on this guy? Do I know? Magic. Isn't that a mm. fun answer? Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just trying to justify. Shut the fuck up, player. A- May have disadvantage. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just that I don't know if the, it's it's like a thing that I'm like I'm like hitting him and I can see that there's some magic bullshit. Or yeah, there, every on. once in a while, uh, as you're fighting, you do see glints of uh, of like reflection of divine light, kind of uh, spring forth. I think as uh, Varsha came in to attack, you did see a glint of light shine up into her face, uh, and that sort of distracted her for a moment as she winced and was able to miss. Uh, it seems as if something, some divine, um, some divine energy or magic is uh, at least giving you any some sort of disadvantage on attacks. That sounds like a job for Jet. I will hit them with knives. Okay. Alcata strike disadvantage. Yeah. Disadvantage. <gasps> wow! Here we go again. It's already broken, by the way. Ooh. <laughs> That's a double net one on the Falcata. I have been hearing Focaccia every time Brad says Falcata, and I think at this point it just turns into bread. (laughs) It turns into bread, yep. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's not really much I can say here. How how, how damaged is it? Isn't it like... One dice. It's only one? I thought it it had two. Uh, No. Okay. No, uh, the scimitar is also damaged, but that's with... Okay, 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 okay. okay. Uh, Yeah, you you go to strike, uh, and I think for a moment, the uh, glint of light shines in your eyes for a second. You go to strike with all of your might. It does hit the edge of the shield as as it's blocked up. It doesn't hit the flat of the surface. He doesn't uh, bat it away. He holds it up, and you cut the edge of your... Uh, weapon into the hardened shield and unfortunately your weapon through the fighting and everything uh, has probably lost its temper as the blade rolls and there's a huge chunk uh, that is just rolled over and missing and you are now uh, fighting with a reduced damage immediately let go of it yeah okay what is it what is it at now it would be at it if it goes down one more it'd be a d4 yeah okay yeah so that's what happens I will do, but I'm going to let go of it. Okay. Um, it is useless to me. Uh, realist- mechanically speaking, I'm going to switch it out for a D4 weapon, but no one needs to know that. Um, 
because to me i'm like this is fucked so as soon as i see it roll yeah, and hear the sound and break yeah. I, i'm my hands let go of it whatever it does i don't care if it goes into the sea uh i well, am that's the case okay it does it's, it drops and you... that's it it's gone um my beloved Falcata in the sea, but that's fine because it's not really my beloved. I just liked it. And uh, yeah, with, with that same hand, I'm like, because I'm doing the thing where I'm moving quickly and dancing and, and reacting to whatever they're doing as well. Mm -hmm. um, it's I'm already reaching to the clip on my side where I've um, replaced the returning dagger that Jet gave me. Yep. I'm pulling that out, but that will be next turn as I'm spinning with my offhand for the ruby dagger attack. Uh, please don't be a one, thank god. 13, but I'm guessing that's a miss. It is a miss. As you go to strike, uh, you, you, a lot of things happen here. You chunk, uh, the sword, uh, and then, uh, as, I guess it, as it rattles, like when you, uh, when you screw up a baseball swing and you, and like you feel that rattle of the, uh, you know, when we were all kids and we, we, uh, tried baseball that one time. Uh, and, sure, baseball. Yeah, and our, um, and the, 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 the the, the bat rattles in your hand and it hurts for a moment, right? And stings your palms. That sort of happens as you, uh, miss, uh, as you miss strike this, uh, this attack. Uh, and as you do in reaction, you drop it uh, and then you see it wobble and fall into the sea. You go, you go and then grab the uh, throwing dagger from your, uh, from your back pocket and you try to use that as well uh, and are unable to, as you punch forward, uh, find any sort of uh, hit as it just whiffs in front. Can I shout uh, at the others? Of course you can. I literally just, in my fury, like, I'm guessing there's a bunch of, like, uh, arcane energy that I'm aware of. I, maybe I don't even shout at the others. I just shout, what the fuck is this magic? And I'm pulling out the daggers and stuff as well, like, preparing for my next attack. But that is the end of my turn. All right. Could I get? Oh, it's their turn. Smith, their Smith just one's turn. I'll never get that right. I'll always. Okay. Um. Just put them in the turn order. That'll help. I could just also name them. Uh. So it is. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see if this goes up. The sworn soldier is going to with his uh with his hand that has the arrow in it. Uh he holds his hand up for a moment and he throws his brow. You could see it underneath or in the visor and you start to see the arrow move as it then starts to inch its way out of the palm and the wound closes uh, with a seal of divine light uh, as he is also mumbling something again. Um, the words or the at least the name of Rolthane, uh, Darius, um, Matthias, all the all the lineage of the, the fallen kings of Rolthane have start to echo into the air as he heals himself. <laughs> he 
the arrow falls to the ground. Uh, he goes to then grab his weapon. Uh, the Templar. We need a wizard. I'm out of juice. <laughs> I need like, we need like a dispel type wizard, mm. you know? Utility wizard. I'm sorry, I'm not good enough. You are not. <laughs> it's true. And you should be. Uh, no one ever answers that. I love saying that. And he's just a lot. Everyone's always like, no, no, you're no, you're, you're doing great. You're doing the best you can. Oh. You're doing really well. And then someone was truth? just like, you're not good enough. And you should be sorry. Like, just absolutely awful. <laughs> <laughs> Father! <laughs> I love it. His own brain! <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, you see... Ooh, this could be fun. Because, why the hell not? Haven't done this yet. Um, the Templar holds his hand up for a moment, still radiating with this uh, divine energy. Uh, just uh, healed the uh, sworn next to him, and still with that, he flicks his hand forward. He hasn't drawn his sword yet. Uh, and as he does... I think Varsha, as you stabbed forward, I think he's going to spray you with a sacred flame. I need you to make a dexterity save. Nineteen. Do you, is it skill checks? I'm just trying skill to remember what it is. Skill checks is okay, only what it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he then launches a, uh, a holy moat of divine energy toward you, hoping that it would then uh, catch, and it you are able to then just dodge out of the way as it then disperses into the fog, uh, and it disperses. I think you feel the holy heat uh, on your face, Smith, as you are standing behind, but it does not hit you. Uh, it, it may hit you, but not enough with uh, doing any some damage effects as heat, a heat wave hits you. Uh, but that is their turn. Jet, uh, on your uh, turn, I need you to make me a perception check. A perception check, okay. 21. You see on the top of the Camilla, you see a figure uh, jump overboard and uh, jump overboard onto the dock. And as they land on the dock, they start to charge. This is hilariously as I adjust. As Red Devon joins the fight. Uh, look at him with his Naruto sandals. <laughs> yeah, look at him. Uh, he then My father, basically. jumps off of jumps off of the boat, lands into like a um, like an acrobatic roll and then goes to stab and sneak attack. This is pretty much Ty's character sheet. Ty, could you make an attack for... for uh, yeah. What weapon? Uh, he'll be using a scimitar. Okay, I need to uh, make that back to a d6. Normal? Yep. Roll? Not this okay. Going after the Templar. Okay. Does he get sneak attack? He does get sneak attack. Is he the same level as me? Yes. 
12. Okay. So, so uh, coming, jumping off of the ropes above, uh, landing in a, in a, like a, a parkour PK roll, he stands back up, and then in that, I think in that same momentum, he springs up into the air and drives the scimitar uh, down the, or finds uh, a, a place between the helmet and the uh, cloak as the Templar screams underneath his helmet, as uh, blood starts to trickle down, uh, down the armor and around his neck, as you see pop up behind him is the crazy eyes of, of uh, Red Devon. <laughs> Wasn't going to leave ya. And it's now your turn, Jet. Continue your turn. Okay, instinctively, I'm, I'm going to take a step back. You're a bit light. <laughs> yeah. Bring out my crossbow and doesn't shoot the uh, the one who just died screaming. Okay. Uh, for a ten. Yeah, ten misses. It goes right. It's the uh, boat behind as well as it sticks in. Anything else on your turn? No. Okay. Orsha. I attack. Same okay. fellas last time. Okay. And it's still a disadvantage for this guy, right? Or is it normal now? No, it's now? not. It's normal now. Okay. I fucked up. 18? 18 hits. Okay, so 14, uh, 14 damage. Okay. Yeah, you uh, strike forward with your sword, yes? Uh, yeah, I'm um, using uh, Jet's strike. So what happens is I believe the person next to him takes four fire damage. Let me just read it, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so on a hit, the target suffers the weapon's normal effects, but you cause the green fire to leap from that target to a different creature of your choice that you can see within five feet of it. Sure. Um. Okay, so then the other guy will take the five or four fire damage. All right. I think it's four. Let me just double check. Yes, it is four. Okay. Uh, where do you strike him? Just for flavor. I'm. I think I strike him right in the crest. Okay. That's on yeah. the on the shield. Yeah, or like just, on the armor. I go straight for that yeah. stupid crest. He just heals himself. The arrow falls to the ground, and as this whole thing happens, the man behind him, the Templar behind him, screams. He sort of looks back, and he's unaware of you sneaking forward, or at yeah. least with this attack, and you go right toward the crest, which is, ironically uh, and coincidentally, uh, over his heart. And you're able to find, and you know around the right behind the emblem, or to the left or the right of it, you know that there is a weak spot, and you're able to... Find a way in as he <laughs> and it's for a moment there he is stuck onto your blade. Uh, he is not dead yet, uh, but that is what happens. Smith, it is your turn. Um, yeah, I'm just. I think I just take aim with the crossbow again. Uh, this time without disadvantage. Yes. Yes. Okay. That is a That's critical. A crit. Yep. That is a natural 20. Okay. So 12 damage. 12 and damage. And he gets uh, an armor uh, mm -hmm. point taken off. Is his that armor, right? His armor is reduced by one, but that's not going to matter here because you kill him. So let me know how you do such. 
Yeah, I think I just... The soldier, right? I think, uh... Yeah, the the one with the shield. Okay. Yeah. One we've been attacking. (laughs) I think, uh... I think I'm... I think I'm just trying to aim for the head to, uh... To, uh... Um... just see if the bolt will go through the armor into the into the skull, and I think I'm close enough that it could do it. Yeah. But my arm is shaking a little bit, but it manages to just hit exactly the right angle yeah. through the eye, through the other side. And you see, he sort of slumps. He slumps to the ground for a moment, uh, but only for a second, as the then the armored body falls into. The water next to him, as I will delete him. This is not him. Okay, all right, and the Templar is left. Okay. Anything else on your turn, Smith? I I think I'm just I'm looking at the Templar, and I say. Uh, I say, come on, just make this easy. And that'll be it. Okay. Ty, it's your turn. Oh, someone looks like a birthday cake. I'm going to cut you up. Hand out a few slices. I would like to cut him up and hand out a few slices. Okay. Because it's Red Devon's birthday. Uh, disadvantage on these as well? No. Or is he... Okay. These are not disadvantage. Ruby Dagger. 11. Wow, absolutely cannot do anything today. 25 on the second one. Okay, Ruby Dagger misses. Sneak attack. Uh, Grant. Okay, so that's a total of... Returning Dagger. Can I... Can I stab it in him and then let go of it while I swing with the ruby dagger yes. and then just let the thing return to my pocket and pull it mm-hmm. back out again? Of course you can. Uh, that's how I'm going to use that because it's that's awesome. Sweet. Exactly. And 13 piercing damage. All right. And that's the end of my turn. Okay. Could you give me an attack for Red Devon? As Red Devon yes, is sir. still behind here. A nine. Okay. Nine does not make it. He then uh, takes the scimitar out and he goes to swipe again and it just clangs off of his shoulder as the Templar goes to turn around or at least turn to see uh, and acknowledge Red Devon. What is he going to do here? What is he going to do? Could I get another intimidation from you, Smith, as you trying to convince him to stop? Normal? Or yes. This will be normal. This will be normal. Okay. Um, Twenty-one. Okay. I think. Let's try to think if 
Templar would give up. Not this one. Okay, uh, so... He's going to then take out his blade, I think, as he sort of pushes or shoulders, heavily shoulders uh, Red Devon off of him. Uh, he takes out a blade and he goes to swipe. Uh, he goes to swipe. Barsha. Doesn't look good. Okay, so for my second, my first attack was a miss, uh, but my second one was a 21. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Where's my dice? For a total of four slashing damage as uh, he okay. sort of shoves, uh, he shoves Red Devon off and then he takes the uh, sword out and he uh, lunges toward you and he takes a step forward and as he does... It does find purchase somewhere on your arm. He doesn't puncture anywhere, but does. it is able to uh, slice your shoulder for uh, four uh, slashing. I, or I definitely like spin around. It looks like I'm going to hit the ground, and I think I just seal myself on my blade again and stay standing. Okay, yeah. Take this. Barely, though. Yeah, okay. You go to you take like this dramatic oh I'm gonna die oh and you kind of catch your catch your uh, yeah. your your footing and take a breath and you're able to then find focus as you are still standing Jet it is your turn yeah you just refuse okay to I... yeah yeah mm. so there isn't much room for me to go ahead and attack so I'm going to just take a step back and I'm going to try again using my, my crossbow mm-hmm. at uh, the Templar mm-hmm. 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 A, a normal roll, right? Yeah, it's normal. 24 hits. 24 hits. Nice. You back up a little bit. You mm-hmm. reload your crossbow and you fire. It does oh. one, uh, one my die. My mistake. Dice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, Sorry, so 1d6. All good? Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, it's still crit. So eight points of uh, piercing damage. Awesome. Crossbow sails or a crossbow bolt sails out uh, between both Varsha uh, and Ty as uh, it sticks into uh, the chest of this, or probably right underneath uh, the rib of uh, the Templar. <laughs> as he then tries to uh, find his footing again uh, and get ready for multiple uh, probably a bombardment of attacks from people. Varsha, it is your turn as that bolt sails forward. Uh, 15 to hit probably doesn't hit, does it? 15 does not hit as you go to strike. Uh, he is able to back up and as he I think does, she's just like completely misses actually. Yeah. I think she's clearly like on death's door and yes. uh Exhaust, just does like not just hit this swiping attack. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Smith. It is your and that turn. That is it for her. You see, in front of you, Varsha, exhausted, uh, and is desperately fighting still. And again, who isn't? But doesn't look great. Yeah. I just want to be clear. I'm not just exhausted. I'm like, yeah. I look like I'm going to die any yeah. second. Yeah. Like your last legs, sort of. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Not like, oh, she's tired. It's like, um, she's, she's on the way out. 
Yeah, she's like bloodshot eye, bleeding, swollen, like ears bleeding. Yeah, I think I put a hand on Varsha's shoulder. And I say, hang back. And I'm going to push past. And is there space to this side here? Where that soldier was standing? Is there what? Is there space next to the Templar? Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm sort of going to push past Varsha and move up there. It's slow, but I just kind of move past as Mm -hmm. she's swinging her sword. And, uh... There's probably a very ragged breath that comes through as I'm looking at the Templar moving past Ty and Varsha as I do so. And I'm going to look down at my hands and make a fist and there's probably barely any energy coursing through my suit anymore. But I try... Activate my shocking grasp. This Templar is wearing metal armor, I take it. He is. And that is a 14. You go to reach out, and it does miss as uh, he is able to just step back for a moment. You exhaustingly, or in probably mirroring uh, Varsha as she sort of did the same sort of attack where it's just desperation, exhaustion is overriding uh, and passion is overriding her survival instincts. As you sort of do the same thing to try to protect and uh, try to protect your friends, you reach out and are unable to grasp any of the armor as he steps out of the way. It does seem like this Templar is in better shape than all of you. Uh, and that is your turn. Anything else? Good question. Nah, he wouldn't do it. Nope, that's it. Okay. Ty. Stabby, stabby! Mm-hmm. Fifteen. Fifteen misses. This is a normal uh, attack now. Is there a normal Two attack? misses. Yep. You, you go to strike with the ruby dagger. It misses again, and then you go to uh, strike with the returning dagger. Uh, but you reach your hand in the air for it to return, but it doesn't return. It is still sticking in the in the uh, armor of this uh, of the Templar in front. You shake your hand again, and you focus on the dagger, and the dagger finally does return, but you are unable to make an attack with it. Uh, the top, or I'm sorry, not the top of the round. It is now uh, the Templar's turn, but before that, it's going to be Red Devon. Red Devon uh, tries to turn the Templar around, I want to see your face. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, he turns the Templar around, uh, and uh, I'm having... Sneak attack again. I'm having Brad roll some damage here, uh, or roll some attacks, and he just rolled a critical uh, for the scimitar. Stephen, please do the honors. Yeah, that's 31 damage. Okay. Math Stephen. Math Stephen. So uh, uh, this is exactly what happens here as uh, he he grabs the... Uh, he. He takes the uh, the scimitar, this is Red Devon, takes the scimitar and then he clasps heavily onto the Templar's shoulder 
and he spins them around and goes, I want to see your face. And then he uh, lifts up the helmet. The helmet falls back. You just see the back of the the, uh, the head of this uh, Templar as the helmet poof, falls to the ground. And then with a large swing uh, and, of course, this uh, very adept spin uh, landing, uh, you do see the head just roll off onto the ground and the body slumps into the water, staining a red cloud in the seawater, the Jade Sea around the dock. As you look back behind you and you see that the, the large crowd of inmates are, uh, they're fighting still. Sorry, one second. I glance at Varsha after she gets to see Red Devon brutally murder a man. A, the large crowd is now engaged with the sworn squad that started to make their way down the steps last episode and sort of chased you here. There, that scrum is happening. Good news, though. Uh, more prisoners have funneled their way out and have made their way onto the battlefield. It doesn't look good for the sworn, uh, which is has given you enough time for you to make any choices you wish. What happens next as Tenno approaches. Uh, I think Tenno breaks free from that, that scrum, that distant scrum as well, and makes his way over towards you, uh, and uh, Red Devon's there. <sighs> yeah, I wish I could meet, meet up with... Is there more? I wish to get more of them. <sighs> There's plenty more inside. Where's Lorcan, though? He's back on the ships. Right. I, I kind of, like, get Tenno and, and, and push him through the group here towards yeah. the, <sighs> the boats and say... Uh, well, we've got to get you to Lorcan. He's the one with the plan. What is the plan, Devin? Tenno um, makes his up. way up toward through and passes, passes push pasts uh, Devin as he makes his way over toward uh, the boat or at least towards a rope ladder that he has to then unfurl to then climb up. But Red Devin goes, what are you talking about? Get you out of here. Come on. All right, and we're going to take how many of these prisoners with us? As many as we can fit. All right, then let's go clear a path. Let's go. Come on. Okay. I pull out my blades again and run back towards where all the sworn are. Yeah, um, you are able to start to peel people uh, off of the crowd and start ushering them down the docks, and they start to, uh, and I think Tenno makes his way up toward uh, the rope ladder up onto the Camilla, and then from there he's helping people over, and you are starting to then, uh, with this like bucket brigade style, uh, one or two, uh, and then at first, and then three and four, and then the and then boat, more and more. Go, go. Exactly. Start to then, all right, let's go. Come on, come on. Yeah, come on, you bloody wanker. Let's go. And then uh, you see that Red Devon strides across the uh, strides across the boards and can't help but try to get into the fight as Red Devon starts to then push past uh, the crowd and start to do a lot of what you did before, uh, uh, Ty, as you were defending, sort of starts doing the same thing. He picks up a long sword as well and uh, starts to defend and deflect and take a lot of the focus off of uh, the prisoners as they are able to peel off and make their way towards the Camilla. What do the rest of you do? I'm just I helping usher the the prisoners. Okay. If I see uh, Varsha collapse. Do I do it? Uh, where does this happen on the docks? Yeah, basically the moment 
she sees that the danger, the immediate danger is over and everybody's safe and there's like a boat on the horizon. Done. done. She hits the ground. Passes out. Okay, I run to our side and uh, I ask, I shout for help and uh, get us on the boat! And I'm going to be there. I'm, uh, yeah, I I think I'm trying to usher people and and, uh, if I see Jet head over to Varsha, uh, Jet, there's like a probably a moment where I'll try to lock eyes with you. And I look at Varsha. And I look at you. And my helmet rolls back. You got her. I've, I've got a... I do. All right. And I, 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 I try, I take her onto the boat. I watch for a second, just to make sure. As you do watch, uh, you do start to see some prisoners start to make their way over, and the crowd starts to gather, and they're, they're, it, it, it does start to get a bit crowded on the docks, but uh, uh, two or three prisoners start to look and see that someone is hurt, and as you start to lift Varsha up onto her feet, or at that she is completely passed out, um, some of these uh, prisoners uh, grab her as well and help lift her up and out of the scene up onto the boat. Be gentle, come on! I'll yell to Ty. Get as many as you can, let's go! We don't have yeah, a lot of time. That's the plan, that's the plan. I'm still ushering people moving up and down. Okay. I will, uh, I'm probably at the bottom of the, there's a ladder onto the boat, is that the way it yes. works? Or is yeah, there a yeah. gangplank? It's a uh, rope ladder right now, uh, but there is a gangplank now being uh, slid out uh, and lowered onto the boards. Yeah, I'm doing whatever I can to help with that, Mm -hmm. like the gangplank and the ladder, like holding the ladder Mm -hmm. so that people can climb easier. And I'm just trying to keep an eye on wherever I saw Varsha and Jet go at the same time. Yeah. They make their way up onto the boat. Uh, Jet, where do you take and where do you instruct Varsha be taken? Okay, so I'm with her and I say, I need all available medical kits. Bring all the wounded. And, and then so I'm going to try and secure a, a, a an area on the boat mm-hmm. on the top, maybe mm-hmm. somewhere sheltered. And I'm tr- trying to set up a triage. So okay. I'm making sure that all the injured people are being dragged to where they, um, where they should be. And um, I can't do it to Vasha because I've done it once okay. before today. I'm out of slots. I can't use my magic anymore, mm. but I can help everybody else. I can stabilize her. She's fine. I can medical check her. She's, uh, I can do that. Um, but right now I'm just making sure that it's orderly up here. Give me a medicine. Uh, okay. A 26. Wow. That was so close. Okay. Um, you are able to, uh, I think, uh, the first thought in your mind is the captain's quarters. Uh, it's mm-hmm. very, it's the aft castle of this ship is, uh, probably going to be the best place and you break or you burst open the door and uh, some of the prisoners uh, start to then help and slump uh, Varsha onto the bed and you are able to then uh, start checking her over and she is beaten up. Uh, you haven't seen much like this before. It does also seem like um, her eyes are bloodshot. She does have a bruise uh, ringing across her cheekbone here by her eye socket uh, and also there's blood coming from her ears as she is just battered and beaten. Um, it, it, and there are also um, 
she also looks like she's malnourished. There is a bit of just that, like, she's weak. There is, um, there's not a lot of hydration uh, under the skin either. It's just, she looks spent as, uh, and just not in a good, not in a good place here as you are trying to then tend and figure out as some more uh, prisoners start to push through. Some have wounds on their shoulders. Some come in On the bleeding. floor! Uh, yes, uh, and some start to just like uh, rest uh, onto the ground waiting, and some also are pushed through and throw uh, unconscious bodies of their friends who are still breathing, but onto the ground, and uh, very quickly, uh, stress starts to rise for you, and anxiety starts to then uh, flood your emotions as uh, more people uh, start to then flood into the captain's quarters requesting help. Okay. Uh, you, uh, medical kits, a blade sprig, go downstairs. There might be some... A wounded soldier uh, or a wounded um, prisoner. Come out of my way, you bastard! It starts to then push through uh, some others as then he goes to try, wounded, to uh, fetch these things. Um, okay. You all... Start to then, through the process, I think after uh, a large crowd starts to then fill onto the Camilla, the boat starts to rock, uh, and you do start to notice that the gangplank uh, has made uh, the, the incline of the, de- the gangplank has uh, decreased, signifying that the boat is starting to not sink, but settle lower into the water as more weight is put on it by all of these people. Uh, at some point, uh, I think Lorcan makes his way up and towards the uh, up towards the uh, the helm and starts to signal to some others, some of the crew that were already on, some of the other entente that are there, and then the anchor gets pulled up, and then the boat starts to then move, leaving more of a crowd on the docks. As you pull away from Stormford, you do notice as the boat turns around and swings lazily up toward the rest of the uh, the entente. Um, uh, armada, you do notice that there's another ship that is pulling up through, and they're starting to begin this rotation of uh, trying to get these transport ships loaded up and off of the island. Uh, there, are, It does look good when it comes to sworn versus the prisoners. There is far more uh, prisoners in this place than there are sworn, and uh, you do believe, uh, it, it, depending on, of course, uh, who is looking out and studying uh, the ship, or I'm sorry, the the uh, the scene here as you look toward Stormford, you do see that you all have the upper hand. I take off my backpack with a metallic thunk on the table and I take out all the holders and bottles and uh, I start to uh, distill some water and prepare my, my, my bottles and my spells and everything. Uh, on the boat. I'm going to be here for a long time. Uh, as the uh, patients come through, uh, I imagine at this point the blade sprig and the other medical kits are through, and I'm just going to be as quickly as possible doing my emergency triage on them. Uh, as soon as they, they, they stop bleeding, as soon as they're stable and they are awake, I, I ask them to leave, and I'm trying to cycle as many people as possible into this place, into this uh, small captain's quarters. Uh, once they're clear to go, they're going downstairs to the, to the uh, lower decks uh, to rest up. Okay. As you start to do this, uh, you do notice in various places, of course, everybody as well, uh, not just Jet, but everyone you all notice, uh, that you start to make your way toward the Armada. The Entente Armada 
as you do, you take a moment to rest. Just for a little while. Stress still, just even if it's for a moment, uh, thoughts uh, into your mind of just uh, how did we get here? Uh, what is uh, a sense of hope uh, as you start to make your way uh, into the distance and leaving Stormford behind? We are going to now go to break, but before we do, I want to congratulate you all on your level up. I don't even know what level we're on. What level are we on? 27. 27. Okay. 7, 7, 6, and 3. Yeah, so congratulations <laughs> on level 7, everyone. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back, everyone. Thanks for being here, and I'll see you all in a little bit. the storm of the waters on the Jade Sea, our party begins to recuperate. As many losses have been fallen their, their mission, but it was a success, it seems. Currently, Jet is in the captain's quarters of the Camilla, tending to the wounded. Overwhelmingly so, as many keep adding themselves to the long list of people who need help. Varsha is among them on the bed, with maybe several more sitting as well on the bed, waiting for some chance of survival. The floor in here is now stained with red as a miasma of the wounded begin to mix in the crevices of the floor below. My question is, where is Ty during all of this? Um, am I? I'm on the ship with uh, Lorcan and Tenno. You are on the ship with Tenno and Devon. Tenno and Devon, okay. Mm -hmm. Lorcan's on a different ship. Yep, as you're sort of making your way back toward the, uh, the Armada. I think... At some point, you do see passing of other ships as other ships start to then uh, cycle into the dock or the dock area, port up, and then start to do the same sort of motions that you were doing as you were starting to uh, load people onto the ship. Uh, it does seem to get easier and easier as time goes on as the Sworn have been bled of their reinforcements on uh, in Stormford. Do you know what I think I'm doing? I, don't. I think I have found a dark... The ships have corners? Sure. This one does. I think I have wandered off by myself and I am sitting in the darkness and the quiet for a moment 
again, I'm not doing anything. For once. Yeah. Uh, what, are you, what are you thinking um, about? I, I'm all wounded up, but not wounded badly, and I'm covered in all the blood, and I'm looking at these weapons, and I've lost two of them. My short bow's probably just been discarded somewhere, and I've got this one ruby dagger now, and this other dagger in my hand as I'm sitting there kind of looking at them, and I think... I'm thinking of what the fuck this was. What the fuck was the point in this? It, I'm I am confused at this point because I don't know what Lorcan. I don't know whether Lorcan had a plan. I don't know what happened to Tenno in there and whether they messed with his head. Um. I don't know what happened to Trey, his son, because Tenno and Trey were arrested at the same time and that he wasn't there, Tenno said. Uh, I don't know if killing all of these people is worth it. I don't know if I'm getting exhausted from killing all these people. I watched Red Devon kill a man and wondered whether uh, Jet Smith and Varsha think that's what I look like mm. when I know that Red Devon does this or I think I know that Red Devon does this because I think he gets a thrill from murdering and has found somewhere where he can kind of do that and it be justified for a cause whereas I do it because Red Devon taught me to do it for the cause and everyone told me to do it because I was conscripted as a child yeah. with nowhere else to go as an orphan. Uh, and I think um, he's just having a full-on existential crisis, maybe somewhere in the hull of the ship, yeah. uh, and uh, and is wondering uh, whether, yeah, what this is all for, and is really, really hoping that once we get Tenno to Lorcan... This whole plan comes together and it wasn't just an absolute uh, spur-of-the-moment thing with no actual plan and that Lorcan hadn't sent me in to just uh, do all of this um, on a on a whim. I don't know if it would be on a whim, but just on a kind of a hope and a prayer that it would all work out and, and that this plan would work out and that and also, Ty is struggling with the idea of any sort of leadership role. Um, and just how much of a clusterfuck that was as well. Mm. And I think he's aware that the two times now that he has attempted some sort of... Uh, he's been thrust into a, a position of uh, command on the ship on the way out. Uh, he can, I think he would consider it to have been a failure, but also he just did not like it um, and immediately uh, relinquished the role and then secondarily was kind of in this position to be commanding these prisoners um, and ultimately just got pretty much all of them killed. Yeah. Uh, because he's just not, he's, he doesn't have the tactical mind for it or at least has never employed it correctly because he's always been a one man show. Um, or in a group of one men shows, you know, it'd be him and like Red Devon and it's just a matter of kill everyone in sight or sneak in and um, and not really that kind of a situation. 
Um, so I think he's just uh, very overwhelmed with all of those thoughts, and I think he'd just be uh, hiding. It, yeah, yeah. I think it would be hiding. Hiding is a word that I haven't used yet, but that's what it is. Um, and just by himself for as long as is possible, ultimately on this part of the ship ride. And also, he is physically exhausted yeah. um, after all of that. So just catching his breath and contemplating all those things. And he's just sitting there with these two daggers in his hands. I don't know what that ruby dagger is about, and I think he's looking that over as well, but I don't want to make any rolls for it because I don't think he's actually... You know, looking at it. Make me a constitution save. Okay. As you are sitting exhausted in the quiet, trying to find... Okay. Your eyes are heavy, um, but whether or not you pass out, that's up to you. Um, um, no, I don't think you would. He okay. would probably still be very wired and still have his blood up, and yeah. maybe some, like, adrenaline crash will hit at some point. Yeah, but, but it's not... But now, a... I think... I think he's just, yeah, yeah, manually sifting through some of his yeah, thoughts. Anxieties really... start to filter through your mind. Um, there is this, there is the image of uh, Lorcan spinning the guy around and and ringing in your mind the uh, just. I want to see your face as a blade is cuts across. The and, and as he unhelmets uh, the, the Templar and then beheads him, you are unable to see from where your position uh, anything that happened to the Templar um, except for the removing of his head. But you did see the front uh, of of uh, uh, of Devon as he did all this. You saw the yeah. The, I think that's the, all I was watching. Yeah, right. You saw the light. I've in his seen eyes. him do this before. You've seen as him well. do it, but you've never like maybe looked right. at it in this light. You've never. You've always looked through a window at this, but I think mm-hmm. this time it seems as if you're looking in a mirror. I think also like it's um, the first time I wasn't trying to impress or live up to Red Devon. Correct. Uh, he, you know, or the other guys. Yeah, yeah. This time, I'm seeing it from their perspective, maybe for the first time. And then starting to think, like, what is... Like, holy, holy fuck. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And I've been thinking this a bit, I think, on this journey, but I think that that was a... Was uh, a, was a, a, a particular point, yeah. Yeah, that was something you can... It was um, palpable. Okay. Yeah. So um, you are off in the ship, sort of rethinking everything and sort of figuring out what is next uh, for mm-hmm. you, the Entente, what the plan is, just sort of processing. A lot of stuff, I think, hinges on this uh, next meeting with Lorcan. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Die. Definitely. How do you feel about that? Um, it, it really is going to be quite definitive, I think. Um, I think... How does Ty feel about it? Uh, hoping 100% that he says, Okay, you've got Tenno, well done. That's the final part of this excellent jigsaw puzzle, and all of the strings are going to come together, and all the pl- and, and now right. here's the plan, this is what it is, it's bulletproof, let's go and retake Goldfish and set up for whatever the next plan is i think ty has always been under the impression that there is a greater plan and there's always been greater machine at work and i think maybe with this um 
this particular last couple of missions, he has begun to question whether Lorcan has been kind of just, you know, flying by the seat of his pants the whole time. Um, whereas everyone else has always bigged up Lorcan and bigged up Tenno. Um, I wonder now whether that it, uh, has not been the case um, or, you know, I, I think it's just, uh, I think Ty just needs some answers now. Mm. And uh, and this is, yeah, that's about yeah. it, I think, probably. That'd be it. All right. So you're off in the darkness somewhere, wrestling with these thoughts. Smith, what is what are you up to during this time? As you have this moment to breathe, maybe for only a moment, but what is, what is going through Smith's mind and what is Smith doing? In the aftermath. Yeah, probably after meeting back up with the rest of the um, the Armada and getting onto this ship, what have you, I would um, I would assume that I would check on Jed and Varsha. Frequently, do you think? No, once. Probably it would come to me peeking in and seeing if she was alive and breathing, basically. Jet, you are working uh, on several people. The blade sprig is running low, uh, but you have been able to make it last. Um, that paired with uh, some of the uh, alchemical energies uh, that you have been able to uh, extract from the Spellwind itself, uh, you are able to confidently heal some of these wounds from these people. You are also confident. Give me a... What was your medicine before? 26? Yeah, you're confident that you are able to... That no one, unless something drastic was to happen... like an arcane infection or something like that, you would, you believe that everyone will make it through. But, okay. as you are working, you do notice, I think maybe, if, uh, I don't know what it is, I don't know if it's a subconscious uh, or or what, or you heard maybe there's a, there's a, a large crowd or a large um, commotion happening uh, in the uh, captain's quarters, but for whatever reason, uh, fate or spell wind or what you look for a moment and you catch eyes with Smith as Smith is coming in for a moment just I think I uh, I think I just stare at him I look back at him and I I try and maintain eye contact and I say she's she's going to be okay uh, you you can see her if you want. I can wake her up. She's stable for now. She's. Uh, I'm letting her rest. I look. Uh, I look down at Varsha. Look back, at Jet. You got this. And I walk off. And I think I would walk off and. 
probably head down to wherever um, I did previously to to work on my armor. And um, I take out my tools and take off my armor and start to lay everything out. It's very methodical. Piece by piece. It's a common process. Everything in its place laid out on a table. Same way every time. Mm-hmm. And I pick up my tools and looking at my hands and I can see my hands are shaking a little bit. I take out my book. I open it to the most recent page. And I start to write. stops for a moment because I don't know the names of everyone and there have been entries like this before but every time that this happens it feels wrong somehow don't understand what it means, but I write Stormford, 151, and I look at the book for a while, I take a breath. close the book I take out my tools and I start working on the armor piece by piece I start fixing the dents and cleaning off the blood You do find a sense of peace uh, outwardly, I guess, to the uh, to the third party watching. There is a sense of peace uh, toward you and your methodical meditation that is the tweaking of the armor and the tightening of the bolts and, uh, and the... Uh, the tinkering that you make, uh, this routine that you do for the armor, uh, for yourself and for the people that you have taken the lives of. 
But inside, not, I think, first, the first party, the inside your own mind, there is a, uh, a silent cacophony of your own thoughts as you try to rack your brain for the names and the faces of those whose mortality you've interrupted. And for the reason, the confusing reason it's all being done. You keep fighting this fight. You keep fighting a fight. You keep You keep rinsing your hands with the same blood. And there are some times where tweaking your armor, or lack of a better term, tweaking your armor, but doing this uh, methodical ritual of maybe it's maybe it's a sense of control uh, where each place, each piece has its place on the table in front of you, where you are able to then overlook the entire piece of armor itself, and for a moment you're able to shut out the voices, the cries, the uh, the, 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 the many swan songs of those who have fallen as you are able to then fasten it back onto you and try to every once in a while as you put a new bra- or a bracer on or uh, you strap or uh, buckle or latch uh, a new piece of metal there you do have a flash of inspiration as maybe I could then do this or maybe what if this uh, this crossbow mechanism uh, launches uh, differently, or some you get these flashes of ideas, and you're inspired. And maybe it is that ritual that gets you into this moment where you could escape, like I said, this chorus of memories uh, to then have that moment of creativity and find what it is that you love about the, the, your armor and tweaking and the mechanical. Uh, refinement that you do. Um, but Each time I work on a different piece of the armor, I think I hear a different voice in my head. Mm. A different person that had to go through some kind of horrible death. Hmm. To attract the spell wind, the armor, and enchant it. Yeah, there is, there is this like, this dedication that you, as you are inspired to adjust things on the armor, but you are able to find a way to at least let them and their memory to you live on in your own way. 
Make me a constitution save as you start to take these breaths and you start to then catch up with exhaustion or the exhaustion at least catches up with you. Okay. 18. You're able to pass out if you want or continue working. Uh, but I will always get the armor done first. Of course. Do you rest after? Absolutely. All right. I know that Varsh is all right. She's being taken care of by Jet. And I don't think he would hurt her. Of course. And so I just find a spot to kind of pass out against the wall. Armor is retracted, but ready. And I just pass out. Sure. Varsha, the last time you were conscious, a lot was happening. Um, I think in your exhaustion, you passed out, of course. Um, but I don't know if you are able to remember any of the dreams during your unconscious state. Uh, you're, because the cycle has probably been interrupted a few times uh, due to discomfort, uh, people uh, sitting on the bed next to you or things like that where you know you're tossing and turning, you don't feel like you have that uh, a good sleep. But there is a moment, or a few moments, but one in particularly, particular where you, your eyes do flutter open uh, and Jet is there as well. You're still wounded. There is a large crowd of, I would say probably at this moment, uh, not as energetic as they were. They're all sort of, there's a lot that are resting nearby. Some are uh, groaning with pain, but uh, for a moment, you do wake up your eyes, like I said, open and you are laying comfortably for the most part in a bed. Armor is not on, it is next, next to the bed, uh, stacked neatly as you would believe Jet placed it. Your underclothes are still on, your, I guess the, the, what the pauldrons latch onto, I think would still be on as well, uh, but it, Jet did, was able to uh, take off at least the bulk of whatever armor it is that you are wearing these days. You would at least be at one hit point, unless you I'm have taken a short rest. I'm at two. Okay. Um, how many did we get out? What? How many did we get out? How many did we get out? I don't know. It's been a, a sea of people coming in and out. I, I, I don't know for sure. I know when we came out, there was another boat at least behind us, taking even more people out. If I can guess... Oh. Uh, GM. Yes. If I can guess. <laughs> if you could guess... <laughs> you'd say at least... At least a hundred. At least a hundred on this boat alone. At least one hundred. Whether or not they can fight when we get back to the shore is another question entirely, but... 
We saved many people here. Not all fighting is with swords. You're right. Tenno, Smith. Uh, they're, they're fine. Um, they haven't come inside. Tenno, I made sure he wasn't hurt at all. He's, he's good. He's resting downstairs in the galley. Smith. I think I have the keys to his thing. The device. Oh. I have okay. the keys. Okay. And I gesture to, like, I think my belt or wherever it would have been, but obviously I'm not wearing it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you sort of gesture towards the pile of armor or the yeah. pile of your wares next to the bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, I am surrounded by my equipment at the moment mm. at the table. No, no room to really move. So I just uh, exhale and uh, you can see that there's one open vial on the side and the bubbly hand just goes, floats towards her, uh, the, the belt that's on the folded armor and then I guess rifles for it, for the keys, yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. the suds just sort of spread and spray into in, into the like a pile of just um, of your wares and then he's able to then uh, you see just dangling is that large keychain. Florence Nightingale, eat your heart out. And <laughs> so I... I, uh, is... Are these them? Mm, I know okay. weekly. All right. I don't know what to do with these just yet, so I'm going to just have them on the table next to me as I walk. Okay. They're for Tenno, yes? Yeah. Or is okay. whatever's on his face. Okay. All right. Um, you rest up. I'll make sure this gets to him and we'll be there soon. I close my eyes and I have a little faint smile. That was an amazing fireball. And then I drift back to sleep. (sighs) Maybe too amazing. And I get up and I leave. Uh, you, after some time of the boat rocking back and forth and you make your way toward the armada, uh, the boats that make their way over towards Stormford and then catch back up with the armada have less and less inmates, signifying that it's clear. All of the ships, uh, or I'm sorry, three of the ships uh, have inmates on them. I have to go back and see how many there are in total in this armada, but uh, three of the ships at least have uh, at least a hundred inmates on them. Yours, your ship, the Camilla, has the most. Your ship, the Camilla, also has a uh, has Jet, who is tending a lot of the wounds. There have been some that have been helping you out, uh, but uh, without a question and without uh, any sort of meetup, the Armada or the Entente turn and start making their way east as they face 
through the fog up ahead, the lights of Evervale. As they do, you all take a moment to rest. In your various ways, however you do, you all benefit from your long rest. A couple things happen here. You all benefit from your level up, so you are all whatever level you may be now. Um, uh, some of you seven, some of you eight. No, is any of you eight? I don't even really even know what, what anybody is anymore. Um, you're all your respective levels as you've leveled up. Ty, when you are resting, you are met with a dream. Uh, in this dream, you have, uh, there is, it's morning in Galfish. Uh, training on the docks is Red Devon, or at least Red Devon is waiting for you to train with him. Uh, and there is a indescribable amount of dummies along the, the what seems to be endless docks that go straight forward toward the horizon out westward of Galfish. Maybe an exaggerated memory that you've had once before where you would, of course, train with, with Red Devon. But in this one, the docks span as you focus on the docks for a moment. They then span towards the horizon and then many, 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 many infinitesimal amount of uh, training dummies uh, span and uh, dot the, the boardwalk. Devon meets up with you. Uh, and for a moment, uh, he turns and looks at you and you see your face where Devin, Red Devon's would be. Uh, and then it flashes back to Red Devon. He smiles and gives you a wink. And then he runs down the horizon, or at least runs down the boardwalk toward the horizon, dotted with all of these uh, training dummies. And you hear as it fades as he starts to then uh, do this very impressive uh, dance uh, of or like this artistry of combat as he makes his way down and then in your mind you hear your turn as it is it rings out in your own mind not red devon's but yourself your turn you start to then your feet start to move uncontrollably toward these dummies and as you get closer, they start to change and morph into sworn. Some start to change into a recognizable sworn that you have at least seen their eyes of once before. Familiar, of course, they are as you then are cutting through all of them, these, these scarecrows or these, these training dummies, excuse me. Uh, then after every hammer or every um, uh, sword blow and slice, uh, the straw starts to then gather some sort of uh, solidity um, as whatever, as they start to then tang and, and pang as the 
the straw and the cloth and the burlap starts to then turn into uh, metal uh, uh, full plate as then you look past and for a moment you stop and you look past and back at Galfish and dotting the entire way are these bloodied sworn. They all sort of look at you at once, a line of them, but then they break for a moment, and as they do, looking and peering around each other, they all are bearing wounds that you have given them. Uh, these, all these wounds are memories of those you have killed. There is uh, one, I think you turn and look, and there is uh, one that was uh, the... Uh, you turn and you look, and the, the dummy that you are attacking next... Uh, seems to have this welding mask and these goggles, or at least this sworn mask and these goggles that signify the same ones that were in uh, Letho's boat or uh, uh, in that transport ship. And then you go to strike, and as you do, uh, a uh, sort of the spell wind kicks through your weapon, and the the head of this now memory of a person turns into a mist. The body then falls to the ground as you are haunted by that explosion of when the spell wind destroyed and decimated and decapitated that person in the dark ship. You recognize as you pass through, this is a hard memory and a hard dream to fight through, but you do, and as you do, uh, and as you strike down each one of these, it seems you're getting this pit, this pit of dread and remorse as you start to recall and remember all of those you have killed. Interestingly enough, you meet the end of the boardwalk. Tenno's there waiting. He's out of breath. And next to him, you recognize, are all of the sworn from the fight, from this fight, from Stormford. Just there, waiting next to him with wounds that you have given them. I need you to make me a wisdom check or a history, whichever one you want. There's going to be a history or a wisdom check here as you try to piece together this part. Nine. Nothing really comes to fruition when it comes to seeing and figuring out who or what this part of the dream means. But the crowd of these dead sworn that you have killed part. And there is a Young boy, bronze skin you have never seen before in your life. Bronze skin, large gold robes, uh, piercings that go down his ear and a chain that goes to his nose, uh, holding books. He looks up at you, kind of worried. Hello? You lost Please, don't hurt me. I ain't gonna hurt you. I 
just am trying to get to the academy. The academy? What academy? Playwrights? Are you with them? Oh, gestures the sworn. towards gestures towards the sworn. Mm. He'll have no, me. I fucking know. He'll have me dead. No, no, won't. Are you with her? The lady who cut me. The lady. The lady. She was wearing red. No, no, I'm not with anyone. She cut me. He then lifts his robes and they are, they go down to his ankle, but he lifts up to his ribs and you see the side of his body is just lacerated with these, uh, these cuts that seem to just seep with this viscous blood. I, I, I need to get, I need to get to the, the academy. Please. Play Ross. Pendulum. Please. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're gonna live, all right? Don't worry. They're just, uh, a little cunts, all right? I've got plenty of them myself. You'll be fine. Um, the child looks down. The, the, the young man looks down and sees. <gasps> Sorry. And then in a rippling mist, this person disappears. You wake up from in a cold sweat, burning at your side through the leather of the holster is the ruby dagger. It then the long ruby encrusted fuller of the dagger is glowing, but then starts to cool and dim as you sort of blink back into consciousness. The dagger then dims. Mm. Woman in red. Right. You do wake up. The place you mentioned, did you say Theros? He said Flairice. F L F L A E R Y C E. And uh, Pendulum? Is and, that a place? And Pendulum. I know. You do know of Pendulum. It is a ghost town uh, south of Nine Years. Hmm. Okay. Uh, but Flairice have not heard of. Flairice, you or an, or an may have around. heard of. Give me a history. Depends on how much you would know. Okay. Nope. Eight. Can't roll for shit. Day. Flairice Academy, um, yeah, you do not... Uh, can't quite... It is familiar. No, you have heard of it before, but when it comes to what context, you can't. You can't put together. Um, unfortunately, uh, you wake up in this cold sweat. 
Uh, you do benefit from everything with that long rest, including your level up, but unfortunately, you are still exhausted. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about that, the the warden, how she sort of burst into a gelatinous, fleshy, red, uh, carnage-like creature, and wondering if maybe that was the woman in red, but other than that, I don't know. What was the description of that kid again, just in case I want it? Yeah, the kid uh, had uh, short cropped hair, bronze skin, uh, had piercings down his right ear and a chain that went to his nose, uh, gold robes, uh, looks like um, uh, gold robes also inlaid with fur, Um, Hmm. like a fur lining, uh, does look like the kid comes from some sort of nobility. Okay. I will call him Dream Kid, which sounds freaking weird now I say it out loud so I'm gonna say kid from the dream <laughs> okay <laughs> um okay well it was not a fun dream um I will uh immediately look for Varsha this morning this okay. evening this whatever time it is yeah uh time has passed um it I don't think I think in your your rest, the Yamada is moving as a unit toward the southeast, back toward Galfish, or at least in that direction. Um, when it comes to meeting up with Lorcan or any on some sort of boat, you may need to then have some sort of meeting to do such a thing. Uh, but as of right now, you are moving in a unit towards the east. Varsha, where would you be during or after your rest? I think, sorry, I think I'm still resting. Um, he probably just finds me in a room. Okay. I realize mechanically, like, I'm all better, but I don't know yeah, if I yeah, necessarily yeah. feel that uh, emotionally or whatever, so I'm probably just If she's asleep, resting. I'm not, I wouldn't just I'm not sleeping. Oh. Are you in the captain's quarters still in that area with the, the, the this maid infirmary, or did you go off and find your own place? No, I probably, work? like, if he's treating people regularly, I probably left and am okay. resting somewhere. Probably feel bad and then go find a new spot. Yeah, yeah. Are the other two in there, or do you have your own place? Uh, I think I'm probably actually sitting... Um, uh, somewhere with a view of the water where it's private. I'm just, I'm trying to remember where I was that one time that I escaped to just relax. So that's where I am. I can't remember if it was at the front of the boat or the back, but I'm still pretty tired and emotionally exhausted. So I am alone. Well, you know, anymore because I would walk in and you would probably hear. Are you all right? But the other two. They're okay, I think. You speak to Tenno yet? No, not yet. I gave I gave Jet my keys or the keys, so hopefully they got that thing off of his face. Yeah, they'll get it off his face. They will. In trouble with the prisoners. Not that I know of, no. That's lucky, isn't it? 
Jet says, uh, at least a hundred on the ship alone. Oh, that'll should, do, but it doesn't mean they can all please, fight. but I'm not. No, me neither. Not all fighting is with a blade. Yeah. More conscripts, though, eh? I can't help but feel like it wasn't good enough. What? Yeah, we got them all out, but we could have, you know, if we had been able to plan better, I think we could have done more. Yep. Queen was there. We could have sent out a, could have sent out a signal or somehow broadcast what we were doing. Yeah, well, if we're doing ifs, if I had a wish, it would have gone better. Yeah. You're going to kick yourself over uh, ifs, buts, and maybes. You might as well just, you know, if I could fly, you know, if I could shoot lasers from my eyes, you probably can. I think it's important to think about stuff like that. Why? So that next time I do better. Yeah. Or maybe it's just more to beat yourself up over. Did you talk to Lorcan yet? No, he's on another ship. Oh, okay. We're not immediately going to fight, are we? Fuck knows what's going on. I don't even know if there is a plan. It uh, doesn't seem like there's one. I was kind of hoping that you'd have spoken to Tenno and he would have put his head on straight, straight and worked it out, and uh, but he hasn't. And fucking Trey weren't there either. Do you know Trey? Never met him. I know of him. Heard a lot about him, but I've never met him. Right, well. Um. Before we get on with everything. All the sworn. Are they all like. Like you was, like. Like forced to do it in that. Did they sign up? Some of them sign up. But a great number of us were... A great number of us had no choice. Did you get any sleep? Yeah, a little. You have any bad dreams? I think so. I don't actually remember anything. I just 
woke up with my chest tight and I couldn't breathe. Oh, well, you... I'm going to tell you something, all right? Okay. In fact, I'm going to tell you two things. Okay. The first, uh, I don't want you to tell no one. Yeah? Okay. One. I had a fucked up dream in which I was killing a lot of sworn. Now I've had a lot of dreams in which I kill a lot of sworn. And I've had a lot of days and a lot of nights where I've killed a lot of sworn as well. But this one was weird. Weird how? Vivid. At the end of it, there was a kid. Is talking to me about Flaris Pendulum. I don't know what it means, but he wanted me to take him there and keep him away from the, the sworn and the woman in red. Now, normally I wouldn't give a fuck about a dream like that. I woke up and in my hand was that. maybe uh, this dagger's cursed I don't know how I don't know what it means but I've got a feeling that that dream came from that and I've got a feeling that that thing that the wardness turned into had something to do with that and all you got this dagger from her Maybe you should have Chet look at it. Yeah, but what if he takes the curse? Well, wouldn't you be able to take it back? Is that how it works? I don't know, but like, you if go. you're cursed for using it and taking it, and then he takes it, you would just take it back and not let anyone use it. Yeah, what if Did it doesn't work, work like that, though? What if it's like a disease? What if everyone that touches it is cursed? I would like to touch the dagger. <laughs> I would like to absolutely not let her do it. Okay. So I reach out to kind of like, uh, let me, I'm just looking at it. No, I will, I will step backwards. Yeah, you've got okay, eyes I'll to see, not hands. Un unsheath it then. And I will detect magic. Okay. Hold it out in one hand. Could you go ahead and give me an arcana? Please. Oh, it's spell safe. Okay. Spell safe. Oh, I can do the arcana check as well. Okay. 15. All right. It is magical. Um, am I able to see, like, uh, like a specific color like type of magic or do i just know that it is magical in nature uh the spell wind sort of blows through this area and gathers on different uh different objects uh as they always do and sort of the the uh the quanta of the 
uh, arcane winds do seem to um, gravitate towards things that are, at least for the vision of your detect magic, uh, things that are magical. Uh, it did once before, uh, back in uh, the Dankert Mines, when you were uh, yeah. talking to that, 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 uh, that gentleman. Uh, and uh, they happened again when you uh, looked at Jet uh, weeks ago. Uh, and again, now they're, they're gathering around this dagger and uh, I believe the sword you are carrying uh, as well as um, some other magical objects that are common that you know of that are in the room, but this it sort of rings. Is it is it normal that you would get some sort of color indicator or some? I think so because I think I envision like my spell wind magic, like the the storm thunder and lightning uh -huh. is all purple, and um, not that I'm saying I would know what it is, mm -hmm. but I know that the sworn use a lot of green magic mm -hmm. or not um, not green. Jet uses green. What are the sworn using? Well, a lot of uh, purples and gold and golds. Divine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like so. Like um, the but the the mind magic is the yellow, right? Mm -hmm. So then, yeah, I probably only know a couple, but I do recognize them as being different colors, kind of sort of based on property. Yeah, or... I think um, based off of the storming cloud type uh, magic that you do here, I think you do see that uh, there is a as you sort of study it and you see the the uh, arcane wind gather around uh, around the the artifact, the dagger. You do see as it does sort of uh, gather and condense, you do see an arc of red lightning sort of crack through the space, signifying something. It, 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 it might be cursed. That's strange. I haven't really seen anything like that before. It's like lightning, but it's wrong. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know how to describe it. It's not like mine and yours. It just looks different. It looks weird. He wanted what? you to take him? Flaris? Do I know where that is? Do I recognize that? Yes. You know, uh, Flaris Academy is uh, an old academy that was that has been liberated by the Sworn. Liberated. Um, an academy? Like a magical academy? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. And that, do I know it is south of Nine Use? You know, um, you do not know its location. Okay. Um, I think because this, this, the Liberation of Flaris Academy happened before your time. Uh, okay. Has sworn. But you do know of the history that, and, and the, uh, and you do know of its significance. Um, there is rumors that 
there are still graduates of Flaris Academy. Okay. And the Sworn have still and have been taking in uh, Spellkin that have been trained or at least have been uh, trained with the sort of the same sort of schooling that Flaris would have, whether or not it is an object on them or a signet or a scroll or a diploma of something yeah. somewhere, but in the investigations of some of these spellkin that have been taken in recently have depicted training at this academy. Okay. Uh, then I say um, the academy Do you know much about it? Never heard of it. Okay, well, it's, uh... I've heard a lot about it, but I don't know if any of what I have heard is accurate because I heard it from the Sworn. They use it as an example of successful liberation. like um, training for magic. Like a not not like Eno says it's not like uh, or it wasn't anyway like the way it's painted by the Sworn and the Sworn paints it as this um school that teaches you how to be a killer and how to use your magic in deadly ways. But Tenno says that it was just educating you on the spell wind and your ability and how to use it responsibly. Right. That tracks. Maybe you have to return it to remove the curse. Where the fuck is it? I don't know. Right. Do you think this boy in your dream do you think he's trapped in there? How the fuck should I know? Just curious. It's a dream, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes dreams are um, not just dreams. Yeah, I don't know how much of my dream was uh, this thing. How much of it was me, but... Me feeling all sorts of weird, it has. Weird how? I think I'm in my own head about some things, you know? After speaking to you and that.
what is your head saying? We're the fucking same. I'm afraid so. How many Vashas have I killed? Over the years. Probably as many dies as I've killed. Or brought in to turn them into Varshas. Part of me thinks, uh, maybe it's a bit of a blessing, you know? What? Kill them. They're just trapped, aren't they? They're prisoners, like them lot. We're prisoners. You're on one side of the line, I'm on the other. I didn't have no fucking choice, you didn't. You know? Maybe it weren't so bad. Me running a knife across their throat. I always tried to make it quick. And I always, if I could, if no one was around, I'd always give them the option. We're supposed to bring yeah. everybody in alive so that they can be I always gave them the option. If I could. Yeah, I didn't. I just knew when they were, they were dead. Whether they were dead or they weren't. Fucking him taught me. Red Devon. Fucking maniac. All the points on a person. You know. I could kill someone with a pin. It might take them days to die, you know. all I needed to do. Get in, get out, most of the time. It's about self-preservation. Just get them dead. They're the enemy. That's it. They ain't people. They don't treat people like people, so why should we, he used to say. all they want to do is fight and send all of these people into certain death and they're not actually thinking about a, a way to bring down the God King then I don't think I can stay I want to take down the God King and I know I need help go from one side of the line to the other. I'm still trapped. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping Lorcan has a plan. This was all part of a bigger thing. If it weren't, then I, I don't know. 
to him, maybe I'm just a fucking cursed dagger, you know? The thing that stuck to him. That you can use. This moment, uh, Red Devon walks by for a moment, humming something. Stops for a moment. Looks at you. Little wink. He's on. Scraping, You're not cursed. Scraping a dagger across the wood grain. He leaves. I said you're not a curse. Uh, Do you think he was listening? Uh, probably. Who knows what's listening, you know? Lorcan can get inside my head. I ain't never had any secrets. You want to go find Tenno? Um, no, but let's go. I cannot go by myself. I realize in this moment I've just been avoiding Tenno. And I don't know if Ty knows this, but I appreciate that he's coming with me. Uh, and I think I will try to stop by and see if I can find Smith and Jet as well before we go. Okay. Where would they find you, Smith and or Jet? I wouldn't just be passed out. Probably in the, some some random spot near the um, the area where, you know, the ship where the... Um, where any like maintenance is done, you know, for yeah. um, for cannons or whatever. Sure, by like the that spot. Yeah, yeah. just um, wherever nearby that nearby. I feel like I, 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 in my mind, you're sitting up, as if like you were working on something, but the armor is kind of propping you up. Yeah, you're passed out. Yeah, my, I'm just my eyes, my eyes are closed, and I'm just sitting. My armor's. Actually, my armor would be retracted. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just be, you know, back up against the wall, maybe leaning against a brace or sure. something, a beam. Somewhere toward the workshop of the ship, or at least where yeah. repairs are made, uh, you're able to find a familiar person, Smith, sitting up. Oh, I came up. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he's going to need to... Uh, Mm -hmm. Well, he'd appreciate listening to this, I think. Okay. S Smith? <laughs> yep, it's me. It's me. You're okay. <laughs> it's me. You're okay. We're going to go find Tenno. Figured you'd want to be there for the conversation. You sure you want me there? We're partners. 
start to get up. Have you seen Jet? I don't know how long I've been out. Last I saw him, he was looking over you. Okay. And I think I will head towards any of the areas that have been set up to be medical, probably where he was tending to me, where I was like, I don't want to take up sure. this space, and I left to see if I can find him there. You would uh, find me right there. I haven't left this spot since I uh, gave Tenno the keys and came straight back to make sure everybody else had been taken care of. I'm uh, absent-mindedly just looking around at my, uh, my work table, if you'd been paying attention to my things before, you might notice that some things are slightly different. Uh, there is a, uh, like an animal membrane or vellum that's stretched horizontal on a weird hook device to the side. <laughs> there's another, um, in the test tube holder, there's a fairly large tube that has a, almost like a straw bow on it with the, the same sort of vellum. Uh, surrounding it by the cork. And I'm just there, sitting back, looking at everything. It's uh, quiet, and there's nobody else here. Um, the last of the injured are now downstairs. I'm just left alone to the uh, the gore of the place and my, um, and my instruments. And next to those things and those artifacts and devices is an unlocked collar. And I look to the door and I go. Hey. Uh, you're looking better? Yeah, I feel better. Thank you. Okay. Have you slept? A little. Yeah, and there. Can I help? Ah. Uh, yes. Yes, you can. Okay. Um, Okay, I, uh, remember how last time you helped me, uh, make the blessing in a vial, yes? Yes. Okay, all right, so we're doing this one more time. Um, do you still know how to do it? Uh, place your hands over, and I point towards this, uh, this vial, that, uh, the larger one with, so to give you a description, it's, uh, this, it's a large t test tube that's maybe about, uh, uh, as large as, say like a shaker, like this, and it's got a, a cork inside and a straw around it tied in a bow, almost looking like a, a bit of a bow tie. And uh, it's got around the neck of this test tube, uh, this, again, this vellum, this uh, thin membrane, maybe made up like a, like a very thin leather draped around the side. And it's got a, for now, a clear liquid inside. And I'm going to ask, remember how um, I, I, I uncork it and I say, remember how I taught you how to breathe before, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So together, we're going to just uh, breathe in through your nose, okay? Find your center, where your magic comes from, where you come from. And then, together, we're going to just blow at it. Okay, yeah, okay? I'm ready. Mm -hmm. All right, I uncork another flask. And you see a very similar to the, um, you know how before with my fireballs, you see this, this colored ribbon almost of uh, like a, a gas vapor come out of it. 
you know, like it just it comes out similar to this. And uh, I say, okay, go. And I blow towards the vial and uh, ask me to do the same. At the same time, yeah. Okay. So as she does, this uh, ribbon of vapor kind of goes towards it, but it's not that. That's just a demonstration of what to look for. But out of her, and to me, but I'm focusing on her, trying to channel her, you see this, again, this this purple kind of uh, vapor come out of her, reminiscent of the spell wind that we've seen around, and very similar to the uh, to that of the blessing in a vial that we've shown before that she could help me make. And almost like a, the way a ribbon dancer in the Olympics may perhaps dance around and you can see this thing making shapes, it comes out of her. It never truly leaves this line form. It's not a gas, it's something something different, something Vasha. And it enters this this tube. And then she's breathing. And I'm watching and she's breathing and uh, eventually she stops and I <clears throat> I cork it. And as soon as I do, you see that the liquid, this clear liquid that was inside the flask, it starts to shimmer. This, uh, it's not quite a solid color. It's uh, what they call rheoscopic. It looks like it's shimmering almost inside and it's violet. And, what uh, is that? <laughs> it doesn't look like the last one. No. No, it doesn't. And I take it out of the, te- this, the test tube holder and uh, I let go. And uh, the vellum, this, the leather flaps start to flap like what? wings. And uh, forgive me, um, this is <laughs> violet. Oh. And, uh, what? But- violet is a pun. <laughs> and it flies around this test tube almost like a like like a bat, the cork it keeps twisting in the nozzle, like a making like a like a bat noise as it moves around. Homunculus. Yes. Uh, can I like that. poke it? <laughs> I Go think for I it. try to touch it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like uh, making cute squeaking noises. Are you kidding <laughs> me? <laughs> you see, it's. The, uh, where the cork is, it's just every time there is a squeaky, cute squeaky noise, the cork shifts as that is where the noise is coming from. Is it alive? And, uh, as maybe. I'll leave that to you. It's and, a homunculus. Uh, mm-hmm. It uh, will help. I, uh, Hmm. Do I have anything I can show what I can do? I, uh... Hmm. Let me really quickly just check my spells. Ah. Uh, okay. Are you still injured by any chance? How are you I feeling? I am exhausted. I have one level of exhaustion, but other than okay. that, I'm good. This homunculus right. flaps around the room. <laughs> Violet, we named it? Violet, yes, with an A. 
<laughs> Violet flaps around and then lands, uh, I think probably, and starts to claw like a bat up your hood. Uh, it starts to then, oh uh, starts to then like crawl and then hook into your hair and then try to find purchase as it's learning how to walk uh, as this bat-like. So it's like, um, I'm just so I can get a visual representation. It's a, there's <laughs> a bottle that is sort of like the body, and then it's got this stretched out membranous wings that you've been using. <gasps> Yes. So mm -hmm. again, it's a it's a tube. Mm -hmm. That's it with a cock on top of it, mm -hmm. and um, it uh, around it again. It has this uh, this straw bow, like mm -hmm. a bow tie. Mm -hmm. No mm -hmm. face. It's just a cock, and then it, uh, almost kind of like under the curve of the glass are those two little membranous wings okay. on it that it's using to flap. Almost like a, you know, like a cartoony vamp a cartoony vampire kind of cape mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. kind of thing on it. Okay. Um, yeah, as it and lands and then starts to climb mm -hmm. onto your neck and shoulder. I think at some points, the hooks start to then just like uh, distract you as you are uh, like trying to talk during this scene. And there's like these little, uh, like uh, as the wings start to just find and climb up you. <laughs> so uh, what can I do? Uh, more or less anything I can do. Anyway. You'll find out later. Magic? Of a sort. The cork uh, for a second uh, comes off for a second and then bubbles start to start to erupt uh, from underneath it. Uh, they start to pop and, as, and it seems like some of the suds seem to uh, have cap, uh, captivated um, some other types of colorful gases as uh, each one pops. There's a burst of different spores and gas of different uh, colors and then it then seeps back into the cork. The cork then screws back on and then it starts to then flap around excitedly again. I'm just like I'm really in this moment I, I have a little bit of an odd expression because I really enjoy Jet's magic in general but particularly when he's doing things that aren't violent and he's using magic in unique ways that I haven't seen before. Yeah. And um, so I think I'm just like, you know, like a little bemused smile at whatever this is. I don't really understand what he's done. Such a contrast to Smith. Yeah, yeah. Completely yeah. the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Okay. And it's just, I find it comforting, I think, when he does magic. That's think, like this. Yeah. I think um, we... Uh, are sitting here and enjoying for the moment as the camera sort of zooms out after um, we all have felt the uh, exhaustion of uh, battle and, and war and this bloodbath that beginning that, that started uh, this episode. I think in contrast, we have this beautiful, wholesome scene of us bringing a new creature into and from the Spellwind as Violet flaps around the room and starts to then uh, climb up onto Jet. I think we, the camera pans out as we then fade to black on our episode today. Good as... job, Jet. This will be useful. I hope. <laughs> okay. Hell yes. Thank you, everybody, for being here today. That was good shit. That was such a cool scene. Thank you so much for that, Jet Meyer. Thank you, Jet Meyer. Was that your level up? 
I could do this for a long time. I just didn't feel like it. <laughs> oh, wow. This is awesome. That was awesome. That was really cool. Thank you so much for that. Uh, yeah, that was that was sick. I really, really enjoyed that, and I was really excited uh, to see what the homunculus would be. So that is now a part of our lives, and we get to love that because I love, I love violet so much. <laughs> get I, it because it's a violet, and also the liquid yeah. is violet. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. It's really, really good. Vial, violet. Uh, <laughs> but uh, thank you so much. Oh, that was great. Uh, let's go around and talk about um, ourselves and uh, where you could find us and things. Uh, let's start today with Wack. Hey, everybody. I'm Wack Steven. Normally, I am the DM or GM of Doom, depending on the show, I guess, that I'm doing. Uh, but here I get to play uh, Smith. And, um, yeah, I think uh, I think that participating in this whole thing these uh these events where like the bodies are stacking up yeah you know as that number increases in smith's head things just get worse and worse yeah, yeah. you know i think it's just like are we becoming pacifists <laughs> Well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it works that way. We don't know. Yeah, I think it's. I think we're there's some kind of. You know those like donation goals that where they have the thermometer that like fills up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like getting filled in. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where the top is. Oh yeah, um, like when they and then they're like adding more to it. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're overflowing yeah. at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where that top is right now for Smith. Yeah, but uh, all these events definitely have a significant impact um, on him for sure. And I don't think he understands or really knows how to handle it. Um, but it is having some kind of an effect. Um. So yeah, this was uh, this was a hell of an experience. Good job, and I'm glad we got to see uh, Ty and, and Varsha talk about something you know like yeah. that. And yeah. Um, yeah, and I think we got to see a lot of uh, trust happen from everybody. Really, mm-hmm. um, you know, and this is kind of one of those moments that I think forges <sighs> some relationships. Yeah. You know, these events are very significant and it's intense and there's a lot of bad stuff, but there's also that good stuff that happens too, you know? Um, and you just need to remember that. So, yeah. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for watching. Uh, if you want to f- pay attention to the things I do, I run uh, Rhyme of the Frostmaiden here on Fridays. Um, witchcraft and Wizardry is a Harry Potter uh, homebrew thing that, uh, I also do that is um, on hiatus right now. We're um, we'll let you guys know when things start up, um, but uh, we're just getting stuff ready for the next uh, next set of episodes. And um, yeah, we'll let you know when when everything's starting back up. Um, and I am also designing an Isekai TTRPG. Uh, if you want to check that out, you can head on over to my channel uh, that I do before this show uh, every Wednesday. 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's been going really well. We had a great day today. I got like no sleep last night. I'm I'm so 
I feel so weird. I feel so weird. I should not be I doing should, as well as today was. I yeah. yeah. It's one of those days. Like I actually got a lot done, and it's so weird. It's I don't get it. You're just at the point of exhaustion that yeah. you don't second guess yourself and yeah, right. Spend right. a half of your energy being like, no, this isn't good. <laughs> yeah, it's you're exactly just like, yeah, right. this works. <laughs> also, sometimes when you're that tired, because I perpetually live in that state as well, it's like <laughs> your body goes, oh, you need like just direct adrenaline, and you start running off of a different like yeah, yeah hormone yeah. or whatever. Like you're just going on like something that's a little more hardcore. You're like, I think my brain is using energy I shouldn't be using right now. Yeah, like, this is ah, survival energy that I'm using for my career. Yeah, I'm gonna go lift the car up. Like, <laughs> you know when like the anime character, the yeah. anime character's just like, uh, you're gonna shorten your lifespan if you do that yeah. move. You know, like yeah, yeah, I don't care. Like, I, I need to care. shoot this fucking KO can attack right now. Yeah, it's that. He actually gets stronger when he's closer to death. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. totally what's happening. Uh, but yeah, we got a lot done. It's been great. Uh, and yeah, big thank you to Myth. Uh, great job. Good job. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed today. Thank you so much. Uh, Smith is, uh, I, I really am enjoying everything that Smith is bringing and you're bringing to Smith. And also, it's like a dormant volcano. We know that we're probably overdue for Smith to probably do something. And it's exciting to figure out when and what that is. Um, so thank you so much for bringing Smith and being that uh, reactive, uh, that, just that very good reactive performance that you bring to him. Uh, because, yeah, there's a lot happening still with him and he's struggling with it. And it's awesome. It's awesome to see. Uh, speaking of people struggling with stuff, Brad. <laughs> wow. And then Ty. Um, all right. Yeah, just... Ty, okay. Not me. <laughs> I'm struggling with anything. <laughs> Um, you can just throw a dart and hit any of our pictures. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man, this was fun. I don't know. There was, there's really like, I, I enjoy that we were literally tested to the edge of our mechanical abilities, uh, and then right. able to role play through that sort of like post uh, exhaustion, uh, physical yeah. exhaustion um, thing. Each of us. Um, I think everyone knows what's going on in Ty's head because he you were in it for a bit. So yeah, um, yeah. I'll just say, great episode, Myth and everyone. Loved it. See you next week. Um, playing Bannerlord on my channel. And we've got Miss Light is finally back tomorrow. We was off last week due to <sighs> sickness, even though I feel like I am coming down with something this week. Perfect. Um, but it should be an enormously uh, important episode tomorrow if I am not coughing all the way through the whole thing. I'm kind of slightly nervous that my, cause my, I'm pretty sure my big bad evil guy is in tomorrow's episode. So he's just going to be there like, and now I destroy the world. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like when I'm speaking for long amounts of time, my lungs start to like tickle. I don't know how to describe that. But when you have like mm -hmm. a cough kind of. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So we'll see, man. But that's tomorrow. Missed like here. And then we also have the final gift on Saturdays, which is Warhammer. 40k if you want to um jump on that there's been two episodes of that with our guest gm sheepdog and a wonderful cast of people uh killing a lot of stuff basically um i'm learning about 40k as we go and it's it's just death 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 kill 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 blood 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 um i think the last episode was literally called a symphony of blood which is also sounds like a castlevania game yeah. um so uh yeah watch those thanks bye 
Thank you so much, Brad. Thank you for bringing Ty today and uh, us doing a lot of uh, discovery with him. That was a lot of fun doing that dream. Uh, and uh, just having him that react then to it was really cool to then see how he would take it. And uh, having him be in that state of, should I start believing my dreams? And that was really kind of cool to see. So We also need play two gifts. Like a, yes. A gift. Yeah, no, okay. we need GIF files. Yeah, we need GIF files. Uh, one of Ty wielding focaccia bread, and <laughs> another of uh, another of another of uh, Brad doing his stream dances that he does. But that's how Ty gets out of the way that's of sword he, attacks. So he yeah. Yeah. swords <laughs> stabbing. The like, wiggle that yeah. he does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's all good. Modeled the character on a sort of like anime, like Levi from Attack on Titan. But it's all good. Might as well just make it into this just <laughs> pasty old man. Noodle dance. <laughs> <laughs> dances great. are even weirder on stream because you're in like a little box, right? Uh -huh. You're on the yeah. camera. Yeah. So like I do a lot of this kind of like It almost makes them like, perfect yeah. for emotes. <laughs> Uh -huh. Hey. Uh -huh. Um. Yeah. The one thing with um Ty that I always think about as well is that I frame everything he does through that. I mean, I had this in my own life a little bit as well. Like, man, man. Like, you don't show your emotions mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. kill things and you, you know, like, and he he has to frame everything through that and all these dangerous men that he's been around his whole life. I'm sure he's been around dangerous women as well, but for right. the majority of his backstory it just seems to be men i don't know how that happened but it but it is and so he has all these i imagine that upbringing of his just being around just the toughest of men even if all of them felt the same on the inside none right. of them would have probably shown that uh uh vulnerability i almost said weakness but i think i'll go with vulnerability um but they would call it weakness right so like right. it's mm -hmm. that kind of thing and he's doing mm. this weird testing the water thing with varsha where he's like yeah, I don't know. I didn't feel that good about that dream, you know? Anyway, yeah. let's go, like, punch <laughs> something or dream. something. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was, um, was So awesome. that's fun to, like, frame everything through that. And then when, yeah, I, I got to kind of do that because of the dream, I think, today. Also, he didn't understand it as well because, uh, I mean, I know that he didn't know mechanically that he failed that thing. But I think I, I kind of just role-played it. Like, he was like, oh, I feel like, what the fuck was that? Like... Right. So he right. just sort of seeks out someone else quite quickly, mm -hmm. which I think probably is a thing he does. Like, I imagine whenever he doesn't understand something, he goes straight to Lorcan. And then what is Lorcan mm -hmm. doing? Does he feed into his own propaganda to use it to get Ty to do more? Or is Lorcan just innocently accidentally using Ty as a weapon? Or I don't know. I don't know what the fuck Lorcan's up to. I really don't. <laughs> Find out next week. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. Yeah, it, Ty, Ty, I really like the discovery of Ty today and figuring out a lot of that stuff. PB. <gasps> Hello. Hi, I'm Pumpkinberry. You can find me at twitch.tv slash pumpkinberry. I am playing through Returnal right now, which is amazing. I love it so very much. And also tons of wild RP. That's that's it. That's me. Your channel is Thank a YouTube you. channel. No, it is not. What's the last two things you've streamed? Because my cam wasn't working. All right. Videos. It's a YouTube channel. Yeah. It's not a YouTube channel. <laughs> Sometimes we sit down and we watch really cool scenes from Wild RP that uh -huh. I didn't stream. But we're watching it together. Edited videos. Almost like it's live. Uh, hmm? Uploaded and playing on a website. No. Uh, they're not uh, uploaded uh, anywhere. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, he tried. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, PB. Go check out PB. Mm -hmm. And thank you so much for 
for Varsha today and uh, almost dying. That was cool. Not thank yeah, you for I, that, I actually did cool. think I was going to die today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you reminded me where we were and I went, oh yeah, she has six right. hit points and I play her like she just uh-huh. barrels in. So uh-huh. this is it. Yeah, yeah. It was, and we missed those attacks. Yeah. I, mean, I missed those attacks on yeah. you, which probably would have destroyed well, I, you. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. I also know that a couple of times they've done attacks that do more than half. So it Mm -hmm. may have even been an insta-kill. The gladiator could have insta-killed her, Mm -hmm. I think, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with with rolls. So that was scary. I don't know. I was very scared. Maybe the hemodemon thing, or whatever the fuck they decided to call that. Yeah, but it was really, really good. I liked... um, The demoglobin. Oh, that's... Is that what we were No, I just made it up. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I know we called it something, and it was really, really good. I really enjoyed... At some point, someone said Yes, that's what it was. Uh, I liked the scene with uh, the homunculus. I thought that was really, oh God, really that was cool. Um, I found Jet giving up on himself sort of really soul-crushing. That really hurt. Um, it Yeah, it punched me in the feels. I loved the dream sequence. I also loved that you had him roll to uh for the wisdom to give him more information on the interpretation which i thought mm. was really really neat mm. you didn't just leave it up in to brad to figure out but you gave him another opportunity to mm. maybe draw something else from it so um yeah that was really 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 cool and wacky you made me cry so <laughs> sounds like a wednesday <laughs> awesome and last but not least meyer thank you so much for that awesome scene and thank you for violet now let's talk about you and Violet. Hello, my name is Wild Happy, and I sometimes play Maya. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, today was really cool. Um, enjoyed it oh, a no. lot. Oh no! Oh no! I just. What? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, keep going. No, no, it's your thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, I've been kind of wanting to do Violet for a while. I came up with the name, of, you know, like back when I think. Varsha first made that uh, blessing in a bottle thing, um, mm. but uh, I just didn't really have a time that I wanted to like you know narratively put it in there. So yeah. uh, I was kind of waiting for Varsha to say, "What are you doing there? You need some help?" And uh, it happened yeah. today. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, so cool. Yeah, it so, also like, narratively is neat because you were using like you know fire magic, and now you're. It seems like you're trying something new. You're gonna try to tinker and and do something else. So that was yeah. really cool. Mm. Yeah, Jack kind of gave up on it. Varsha was trying to like you know say don't give up, and that was a cool fireball, wasn't it? You know, like you know, don't yeah. give up. So yeah. um, I think the relationship that Jet and Varsha have, you know, like uh, as that kind of support unit of each other or whatever, it, like it's really cool to see. And um, you know, like uh, I think, you know, I don't think he's given up on himself per se, but. Uh, it's kind of been the instant, like, pick me up. Okay, get back to work. Okay, let's see what we can yeah. do kind of thing that he's been doing. Yeah, so, that uh, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Meyer or on twitter.com slash Meyer underscore test because Meyer is taken. Um, and, uh, yeah, sure. I do a lot of RP stuff. Star Citizen RP stuff, uh, wild RP stuff. I play a couple characters, very different from Jet. Uh, but, yeah, like, uh, check it out or don't. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. The old check it out or don't mentality. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Mythomatic. Um, you can follow me on Twitter.com slash Mythomatic or on Twitch.tv slash Mythomatic where I do uh, some cinematic, immersive, gameplay, storytelling content, usually in the form of role play. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to stop on by and chat Spellwind, 
we can. That's always available. Also, what else is available is patreon.com slash table story, where you can uh, get on in and uh, support the show and the channel, as well as uh, get some really cool uh, Patreon content. While you're there, you could also go to patreon.com slash spellwind, and you could help support me in as I create the setting and this world we had uh, today. I had a suggestion in our uh, Patreon Discord. I was like, hmm... What's going on with this dagger? And then uh, we had Last Socratic gave me a wonderful, beautiful idea. And uh, so if you want to join and be a part of the background uh, maniacal uh, stuff, uh, come along to uh, and join that Discord. Uh, but uh, that's us. We're Table Story. This is great. Thank you very much, everybody, for being here. Thank you for the awesome uh, episode today. I really, really, really loved that we started in the gross bloodbath of war and then ended in that wholesome, awesome scene uh, with uh, Violet and bringing, uh, bringing them into the world. So thank you very much, Meyer, for that and everybody for all of your contributions today and, and just you being so great. And um, Rad's still not here, but we don't need him to say goodbye. We'll see you, everybody. Be well, take care of yourselves. We'll see you all in the next one.